Music from Amanda Jansen. She is one of the artists that we have scheduled to be part of our Moody Tunes. Will it be tomorrow that Amanda joins us? You'll find out this time tomorrow. We hope that you'll join us right now. We're glad you're here to have a conversation with Jay Otis Ledbetter. Otis, you are a pastor and you are there in California, my friend. It is super early. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning to you. Such a pleasure to be with you. Well, we're going to talk about something that's not very easy and it's hard to discuss when we think about the trauma that's happened in our lives, especially early on a Tuesday morning. But it's going to be helpful. And that's why you've written this book called Set Free, Released from the Damage of Trauma. Otis, why this book? How is this going to help friends? Um, Well, I pastor a church out here in California and um, with my people. I've seen so many go through uh, traumatic events and then not be able to get over that traumatic event. First thing I had to understand was trauma is not an event. Uh, we, We really associate that with the event. It's not an event. Everybody will go through an event, and if you if you're strong enough, I guess you can pass through that event and get on the other side of it. The trauma comes is when you have a chronic reaction to that event that you cannot get over. Um, And that's where I found a lot of people in my church were, surprisingly. I sit on a a nonprofit that we go into public uh, public school, independent school districts with parent uh, enhancement um, that the federal government mandates for that um, district to use, to have. I was sitting in a board meeting, and when the president came in and he said, we're going to have to write all new curriculum because of COVID and because what COVID did to children and to parents alike, uh, we are going to have to write a new curriculum. And what's coming down the pike is called trauma-informed. I've never heard that before, trauma-informed. And sure enough, uh, our whole curriculum had to be written on helping the kids and the parents get through that trauma and not have the chronic reaction to the event of COVID. And that's why you can have uh, three people go through the same event and only one will suffer trauma. Mm -hmm. Uh, People say, I've, uh, I've been through that. I'm not, that didn't, I'm not feeling the way they're feeling. Yeah. So, I also, a national organization called Teen Challenge was, a president was speaking, and I was listening intently because those men that are connected with Teen Challenge are the ones that are reacting to trauma. And um, the speaker said something that stopped me in my tracks, and he said, I've never heard, I have never in my life heard a preacher preach from the pulpit on trauma. Mm-hmm. It's uh, unfortunately, I I think you're right, that's a Mm -hmm. subject matter that we don't like to tackle often. And when we come back in just a few moments, we are going to talk about that. We're going to take a look at what the Bible has to say about that. We're going to take a look at some of the symptoms of trauma and ways that we may deal with that as we continue the conversation with Jay Otis Ledbetter, author of Set Free, Released from the Damage of Trauma. And if you want to join the conversation, you can call or text 800-555-7898. Don and Steve in the morning. This is Moody Radio.
Remember to find us on Facebook at Dawn and Steve in the Morning. This is Moody Radio. And we are talking with Jay Otis Ledbetter. He is author of a book called Set Free, Released from the Damage of Trauma. He's an author, conference speaker, and pastor. And Otis, just before uh, we had to take a break, you were saying that, you know, we are not speaking about trauma in our churches, or at least from the pulpit. Why do you think that is? And because we're not, is that creating some sort of deficiency or something in our churches today, do you think? I think, uh, I definitely think it is. Um, I think we don't want to admit that we've been through trauma. I, I think Christians are supposed to have a perfect life, a good life. The image is is important to us. If I something's wrong with me, then how can I help you? If I had trouble with that, you want me to pray with you? How can I pray with you? Because I struggled with that. So I feel like a hypocrite. And so we we dodge it as much as we can. I, uh, after I heard that gentleman speak from Teen Challenge, I said, well, I've got to, I've got to do this and really went to prayer, talked to my staff and they surprisingly uh, felt the same way I did. They've, we've, we've never heard anybody preach on trauma. So I developed a 10 message series called this, this series set free. And I, I, the subtitle being released from the damage of trauma, not released from trauma but released from the damage of it because that uh, constant recurring um, feeling that you have about that event back there is what you try to live with and you can't live with. And I'll tell you, when I was speaking, we're, we're Baptist and they talk back to you sometime, you know, when you're <laughs> yeah. speaking, <laughs> not on this, not during this, you could hear a pin drop. Every sermon, mm-hmm. you could hear a pin drop. And I spoke, I, I went into the scriptures because I don't think any, there's not a psychological book that's been written that is better than the Bible, uh, because it comes from the one who knows the essence of who we are, who created us, and knows us better than we know ourselves. So I went into the scriptures, and um, I found every character that is that I studied, and I studied a lot of them. Uh, had a traumatic event in their life. And I took from fear to faith. I talked about Mary and Martha, uh, who had just lost Lazarus. That's death, the trauma of death, a Mm -hmm. trauma of losing someone dear to you, not just dear to you, but Lazarus was their security. In In that culture, if a woman lost the male of the family, she lost everything because she had no standing for the inheritance. And it would go to a male that would be closest of kin to Lazarus. So not not only did they lose their beloved brother, they lost their financial future. And they had experience with Jesus, and they knew that he could take care of this if he just would. So they sent word to him in plenty of time, and he didn't get there. And Martha, when she met him, she met him standing up. Mary, when she met him, she knelt. But Martha went nose to nose with him, and and her first words were were accusatory. Had you Mm -hmm. been here, this wouldn't have happened. And the talking points was that with Mary also, although she was kneeling, she said the same thing. And all those people that were following Jesus to the tomb said the same thing. So they had their talking points together, fault-finding and fighting. You know, there's, there's a pathway from fear to faith, and we all won't have the same um. We won't all won't react the same, but it's not dissimilar. 
mm-hmm. moving from fear to faith. And that's what Jesus wanted to do, move them from fear to faith. And he did. Even Martha, when they got to the tomb, after her confession, I believe you're the Christ, still did not believe there was life in that tomb. Don't roll away that stone, but now it stinks in there. And until Jesus faced her with who he really was, um, her faith, neither faith came. But he destroyed that in between that recurring uh, challenge to that event by calling Lazarus from the, t- from the, uh, the grave and her faith just exploded. So I, from fear, you, what will happen in a trauma, for it, it will cause fear, and then comes anxiety. And I talked about Job. The first three chapters of Job were nothing but anxiety. And then you have about 27 chapters of questions. And then after that, you get the answer. That's from anxiety to assurance. And then those two will create isolation you will isolate yourself. And that's where the biggest problem comes because isolation uh, creates hopelessness and hopelessness creates desperation and desperation creates what Elijah was going to do. I'm no better than my ancestors. Just take my life. He was going to commit suicide. Um, You know, we say suicide by cop. He was suicide by God. Just take my life. I'm no better than my ancestors. And so isolation to involvement. The way God got him out of his isolation was to involve him with a widow, that he would take care of her, uh, the issues that that person who was dealing with trauma, that widow, mm-hmm. he was there to help her on that. And then uh, from that, you will live lies. Um, and Apostle Peter showed us that. He had followed Jesus closely. And when uh, the one he hooked his star to, was taken away in handcuffs. Uh, it, 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 it blew him away. And he went right into lies because lies create a safe place. And if you're dealing with trauma, that's what you want. You want as safe a place as you can possibly get. And if you can't create that, or if it's not there, you will lie to get it as Peter did. I don't know him. Um, I've never met him. Uh, I'm not one of them. He he needed a safe place, but God took him from lying to leadership. I mean, he was a keynote speaker at Pentecost. Uh, how how do you do that? You know, uh-huh. and and then the the number one issue to get over when you have trauma is yourself. Mm-hmm. It's you. It is you. And it is you. And you have to face your dragons. You have to face what got you there. And you have to face the maybe even the unknown. Mm-hmm. But there is release from the damage of trauma, and you see it through the scriptures over and over and over and over again. They all didn't travel the same path, but they were all alike in the sense that they had to move from point A to point B. And you do that so well, Otis, in the book, Set Free, Released from the Damage of Trauma, taking a sermon series, really, and putting it together for all of us with the acronym that you just went through. Family is the is the letters that it spells out. Fear, anxiety, mood swings, isolation, lying, and you, and how God truly can set you free 
from the ramifications and the power of trauma. He is amazing, and he reminds us that he did create us, and there's nothing new under the sun. So he enters into that with us. Amazing, the freedom that he gives us. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning. On YouTube today, TikTok sensations Tiana and Scarlett Hanaline. Click the bell and subscribe at youtube.com forward slash at Dawn and Steve to be reminded every time a new video drops. Well, we're talking this morning with Jay Otis Ledbetter, author, conference speaker, pastor. He's written a book entitled Set Free, Released from the Damage of Trauma. And Otis, as we've talked a little bit about uh, what trauma is and what God is capable of doing, of just freeing us from the the effects of those uh, traumatic things that we do walk through. Um, I guess my question is, for the, the person who's listening and saying, okay, Pastor, I, I know what you said to be true. I know that in the Bible there are all these accounts of God doing these things and intervening and stepping in and bringing healing in those people's lives, but I, I don't understand or get how he's going to do that for me. So for the person who says, I'm, I'm feeling the effects or the damage of trauma in my life, but I don't know what to do with that, where do we start? Well, first, uh, trust him because he doesn't want you to go through it, and he's touched He's always touched with the feelings of our infirmities. But then there's the human element. And I like what Goebbels said. I wrote that down, and uh, I say it to myself often when I experience an event that could be traumatic. He, He wrote this. He said, being informed about the deeds of trauma requires connecting to what it means to be human and then understanding the impact of trauma on top of that. Um, Hmm. And I think that's what we have to do. You're imperfect. nobody is going to live a perfect life and nobody lives a life free of trouble. In fact, God may even allow you to experience some terrible traumatic events uh, because that's the way he works. Uh, So you've got to have a plan and understand you're human and then understand the impact of that trauma on top of it. What the trauma is going to do, you see, trauma it fractures your comprehension like a pebble sh- uh, shatters a windshield. The wound at the at the very site of impact will spread across the field of vision. It will make you blind. You can't then see reality, and it will challenge your belief system. So you cannot allow it to challenge what you know deep down is true, and we find that in the scriptures. So in in the in, at the end of the book. And at the end of the sermon series, I I had something about comebacks. I mean, if you're in athletics at all, football or basketball, you know you're down. It looks like you're not going to win. You can make a comeback. You cannot lose hope. You cannot let that hope go into desperation. You cannot think like Elijah was thinking, might as well end my life. You can't do that. You have to make a comeback. And the way you make a comeback is you is you put a face on the dragons, just like um, the old explorers when they went out, they they thought the earth was flat, and the cartographers when they were warning them about where nobody had been before, they would put on those maps, here be dragons, here be fiery serpents, because they didn't know what the unknown was. Hmm. Don't let the unknown destroy you. Mm-hmm. You can make a comeback. And that's what I talked about. Destructive behavior 
and then making the comeback. You see, destructive behavior will tell you, um, well, uh, you know, you've got trauma, just let it be. You know, in order to accommodate fear, just stay actively panicked. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Right. The, the, uh, you've got to make a comeback. You've got to strengthen your mind to be sound and bold and loving and sensible. Destructive behavior will tell you when anxiety comes, anxious feelings are common. They will come. Don't fight them. Just let them be. Mm-hmm. That's, dis- that's destructive thinking. That's what we call stinking thinking. No, you say when you feel anxious, do whatever you can to make it go away. Understand this, that a quality life, um, a quality life's favorite food are positive thoughts. If you want to have a quality life, you've got to think positive. And Paul said that to the Philippians. They must have suffered some kind of a trauma when he said, think on these things. Mm -hmm. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are true of a good report, think on these. Those are positivities uh, is quality thoughts uh, favorite food. And that's what I say to you. You do that. Make a comeback. You can do it. Speaking truth over your life from God's word and the process of doing that to help you be set free. And that's what Pastor Jay Otis Ledbetter is sharing, not only with us this morning on the air, but also through this book, Set Free, Released from the Damage of Trauma. Very grateful for your time, for your efforts, for your love for the church, that we don't have to stay in the bondage of trauma, but we can trust the Lord and learn. It's a learn process of how we do that. Dodd and Steve, Moody Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Dawn and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. Who's your favorite artist that you want to hear on Moody Tunes? Text 800-555-7898. I know exactly what my friend Mary is going to say. Mary, if you're listening, (laughs) I know you're going to text in for King and Country. I know we have have enough uh, space in the the building. Well, we just have to have the brothers. Just the brothers, not the full band. That's full band, okay. That's going to be interesting because we have many that are booked so far. Super looking forward to tomorrow. Who will it be? Yes, we'll tune in this time tomorrow and you'll find out. But I I will say that it's going to be a... There's a couple that I'm like, wow, do we have enough space for everybody? I think we do. I think we'll make it. Yeah, it'll it'll be fun. So who is it going to be? You're going to have to uh, be listening tomorrow morning at this time. But just a hint, we're playing five songs this hour. Mm -hmm. And one of those artists that you hear this hour, they're going to be the uh, guest tomorrow. You know, we were just talking about trauma. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we are talking about trauma... You know, a response that is given is biblical truth. Yes. And that answer that is given uh, is true. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when we're in the midst of trauma and when we're in, when we're in the midst of the pain, mm-hmm. that can feel like a Band-Aid. Sure. That can feel I like, can see that. you know, mm-hmm. we, we, we're doing open heart surgery here and you're going to mm-hmm. try and put a little Band-Aid on that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man. And, and so I think one of the things that I appreciate uh, about Jay Otis and the conversation we had with him just a little bit ago is saying, okay, we need to stop at least putting the Band-Aid on this thing. Mm-hmm. We at, need to look at the effects of trauma squarely in the face and and look to God and say, Lord, how do I walk through this? And not go under it or climb over the top of it, but how do we go through this so that we can get to the other side and be healthy? That is the only way to get to the other side, Yeah, is to go through it 
Can I just tell you, I'm testifying (laughs) today, that is truth. What grieves me is where I was a couple of years ago, and that would be this response to trauma. That's life. Suck it up. You're okay. There are worse things. All the things our parents might have said to us, because you, you understand they wanted you to toughen up and just know that life is hard. God is good. Let's keep moving. Okay, so there's an element of truth to that. Sure, there is. Yet, if you see something in your life that is constant anger, constant self-medicating, constant lying, constant depression, there's trauma in there somewhere. And just as Otis said, you might be blind to it. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that a couple of years ago, that would have been me. And when you're blind to it, you have no idea. Like, you can't see it. So you can't say it's not there. Like, that's just not fair to yourself, and it's not fair to the others that your life is impacting. Oh, it's not there. It's like, I can't hear that pitch, so therefore it doesn't exist. No, it's still there. You can't see the wind. It's there. Yeah. And that's like, you know, an analogy to the Holy Spirit. Do we not believe he's there because we can't see him? No, we know all these things to be true because Scripture tells us that. So if you're seeing the manifestation of something that's going sideways. We call it, it's coming out sideways. Right. It's there. So then what? And that's what Otis is talking about. He has walked this with his congregation, and he says there is truth. It's not Band-Aids. It may sound like it, but there's deep truths there. Yeah. And I think uh, one of those things that can be really helpful in this, in addition to maybe even getting some professional help with this, is to understand what it means to be in Christ. And knowing your identity in yeah. him, I think, is one of the components that God can use to bring about the healing that we want to experience. So knowing who you are is such an important thing. Don and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio.